This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, who's ready for a little player's lounge? I'm ready for a little player's lounge. I said, who's ready for a little player's lounge? Let's go! <laughs> yeah, baby, here we go, live from Chickies and Pete's South Philadelphia Players Lounge, brought to you by Bud Light. Man, what an honor. I get to sit next to the man who was the Arthur Ashe Male Sports Scholar of the Year himself, the Kobe Dean, and the Man of the Year, Ike Reese. I am Rob Ellis. What's up, fellas? How we yeah, doing? How doing? And all of our doing? friends here at Chickies, yeah. appreciate you guys hanging out. Yeah. What up, Robbie? Good to see you, man. Yeah, Ike, nice it's a pleasure. Y'all too. How cool is this? Because... You know, last year you, uh-huh. you did the show, and and let's face it, you know, you were playing special teams, you were contributing. There's no doubt about that. But you're playing now, man. You're yeah. back to your your natural habitat uh-huh. of being out there on the field Definitely. in attack mode. Definitely. How good? Give me the difference between the Kobe Dean 2022 and 2023, just from a mindset standpoint. Man, other yeah, other than just being better, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, other than just being better in all aspects of life, you know, um, I'm as hungry as ever. As hungry as ever and ready to get out and play football uh, again, you know, uh, with the guys. Um, just is so excited for this game this week. A lot of people want to know or see, I should say, yeah. your growth as a player. Well, I, I, what areas do you think you've gotten better from your rookie year uh-huh. to this year that sort of is going to allow you to be successful and has prepared you for this role that you're going to play now? Uh, everything. Everything. I would say uh, as far as being the linebacker, depending on what positions I'm playing in, in coverage, I've become more patient as far as zone coverage instead of uh, become more patient letting routes, you know. Uh, develop. Develop, yeah. Mm-hmm. Letting routes develop and uh, being able to uh, not only have eyes on the quarterback but also peak routes. So little things like that, uh, me Watching more film, watching more NFL film, and seeing more NFL-based uh, offenses, yeah. uh, I was able to get a better feel for uh, the route trees in the NFL. How uh, how tough was? I mean, look, I got to imagine that's the first time in your entire life you probably right. weren't starting at some level, right? Or close well, to it? Wasn't, it. Yeah, it, close, it wasn't the first night. I didn't start my freshman year. At okay, either. but it's been okay. a minute, right? Yeah. So, how hard is it to to, to balance? Hey, I, I can sit back and learn a lot watching these guys and all the things you just laid out. Versus, man, I, I'm dying to get out there. The competitor in me needs to get I mean, out yeah, there. Yeah, you want? I wanted to play. Everybody, I mean, everybody, <laughs> oh, yeah. everybody knew I wanted to play. You know, you want to get out there, good, bad, and different. I wanted to get out there and play and, and fly around. So, uh, but you know, I got. The, I'm just harping on the opportunity that I got now, and I plan on taking full yep. advantage of it. Yep. Man, you got. We we <laughs> we joke about 
this being Georgia North now. Like, <laughs> we got all, the, all your Bulldog brethren. Yeah. Um, that has to feel good for you. And, and for all you guys. And listen, Definitely. Rob, I'll tell you, man. When, when you're in college playing, right, and I know he, he's, at, he's at Georgia, and it's a different time mm. than it was 25 years ago being in college <laughs> as an athlete. We didn't have NIL deals and all that type of stuff. <laughs> but you build a brotherhood and a bond 100%. with guys. You're becoming from a boy to a man in college, and these are the guys you're growing with. And not everybody gets drafted into the NFL. Right. right. And so Nicobe is in a situation where a lot of his teammates got uh. drafted, but – He's on a team where he's playing with a lot of those right, guys. That, right. that, that has to be a sense of comfort for you as well. Yeah. For, all, for all you guys, not yeah, just you, but the other guys too. It's, it's a sense of like, you know, it's like you proud. You proud of your guys. Mm-hmm. You know, for uh, like I said, me and Nola, well, I don't know if y'all know, me and Nola, we was, we was roommates when we first got to college. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so we, was, we came in literally together the same year. We was roommates, and we used to sit in the living room, all four of us, all four of the roommates at the time. Mm-hmm. It was me, him, Trayvon Walker, who got drafted last year. And then we got one more who uh, transferred, who's still playing now. But we used to sit in the living room and talk about uh, having an opportunity to play the uh, game at this level. Right. And not only play the game at this level, but at a high, at a high tick. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So uh, to see those guys, all the guys that we didn't bring, uh, brought in, you know, it's, it's definitely a proud moment. And it's, it's almost surreal. But now, it's, it, of course, like you said, it's comforting to yeah. have those guys with me because um, – you you get a different uh, a different sense of outside motivation. You know they they give you a different sense of outside motivation because you got eyes on them every day. You got eyes on them every day. You motivate them and they motivate you directly and indirectly. Well, just got, because you look at them as brothers right from the jump. Yep. I, I got to guess just to stay on Ike's question here. So for you last year with Jordan, it was cool because you guys were experiencing things through the same eyes, right, right. as rookies. Right. How much have you and Jordan been able to help the guys this year, say a Nolan Smith, say a, say a Jalen, that you, you've been through it, right, for a yeah. year? How exactly. big has that been? It sounds crazy, but you kind of mentoring them through this year. <laughs> I wouldn't say mentor. I would not <laughs> say mentor. How about help? I would, yeah, I'd say help because, you know, we like we all peers. Yeah, We sure. all peers. Like, yeah. we, all the same, we all the same age or around the same age. So it's like we all kind of uh, help each other in a sense. Of course – us being here for a year, we kind of know more stuff about the Philly or how uh, the team's working and everything. So we, we help them out with that and tell them where to go, where not to go, uh, different places to eat and things like that. So uh, us having, you know, our feet wet in the city, uh, definitely I hope I couldn't, I couldn't, I want to speak for them, but I hope it made it an uh, easier transition than uh, me and J.D. had. All right, I'm excited about N'Kobe Dean playing linebacker, right? I talk a lot of trash on the radio during the day <laughs> about you playing linebackers. I think you're going to come out and surprise a lot of people. There, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people they, they, they want to believe, but they need to see to believe. Yeah. And this is the one thing that I've said about you, N'Kobe. As a smaller guy, I'm tall, but I've always been slender myself. So size is something I've always answered about uh-huh. whether or not you can play. And I'll say it this way. I said, you've played at a high level yeah. for a lot of programs, high school, college, and it's never been an issue. Right. You know how to play football, the game of football. Right. What type of player are we going to get when, we, when you hit the field Sunday? What, what type of linebacker are we looking at when you hit the field Sunday? It's, it's going to be relentless. You know, uh, the, the, the thing is I, I kind of you know, pride myself on playing with the chip on my shoulder and playing with that tenacity that I bring and the energy in that passion that I bring to the game so I plan on bringing that and also uh, bringing that calmness and uh, poise 
uh, as a guy who's had a little bit of a little bit of um, I'm trying to say a taste, some yeah, experience, yeah, 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 a little bit of a taste uh, of the game. You know, not just trying to be out there with my eyes like <laughs> buck wide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, do, I know what that's like. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do feel uh, I do feel more comfortable in the position. Uh, I do feel like uh, our guys we're gonna be ready to go and excited for the first game. All right, for, for people who maybe didn't see Georgia football last year, give us a little scouting report on what we're getting here with Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. Oh, yeah, you Man, boys you, up front. Yeah. Come on now. They, <laughs> I mean, they just like everybody else. Everybody got to see it to believe, but they going to see it. You know, those guys, they, they can go. Uh, I know they can go. And uh, I, I we used to, when I first got the um, – with the Eagles, I used to call Nolan there all the time and tell him how I'd be when he gets to the league. And he, I remember he pulled me to the side. He was like, "This is exactly how you say." It. I was like, "Yeah, like you can you can really dominate in the league if you just you know do your one eleven and do it to the best of your ability and use what you know you got and to the best of your ability." You know, Jalen is Jalen. Jalen is crazy. Y'all, y'all gonna see it. He's got a BG kind of motor, doesn't he? Yeah, a y'all gonna bit. see it. Y'all yeah, gonna yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're hearing nothing but positive things about. Really, Jordan and Jalen mm-hmm. uh, from training camp and how they've been practicing and how Jalen has really looked like what a lot of people were sort of projecting him to be right. prior to the draft. A lot of people felt like this is the most talented player in the draft, that there weren't these needy quarterback teams. He could have very easily been the number one overall pick. That's the type of talent he has. Yeah, I mean, you know, projections are projections, but I, I'm, he don't harp on them and, right. and we don't harp on them. Yeah. Uh, it, we got the opportunity. It's time to go now. You know, it don't matter how we got here or when we got here. We here, and it's time to go. And you're going to be wearing the green dot. Mm-hmm. That, that that has to be to get that responsibility. Your first year as as being the starter, you're going to be out there, the quarterback of the defense. Right. What's that been like for you? Now you're like the the you probably got the least amount of experience of the eleven players out there, right? From from the NFL standpoint. Me, yeah, me, you and, uh, me and Reed. You and Reed, yes. yeah. Forgot about Reed, Blake. That's another one. He just snuck in there, and now he's our starting safety. I didn't see that. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he snuck in there, and we're pleasantly happy that he's out there. But what's that like for you being in front of the huddle and having to lead these guys? Well, yeah, you had to, I had to build that confidence over the all season and up to now, over the whole training camp. had to build that confidence uh, not only in – in myself, but I had to give those other guys confidence. I had to get a flex in the BG's confidence in me that I can get him the call and I can uh, make it, and not only make it, but uh, be be crisp with it, you know. Yeah. Uh, one thing that Flex told me, he said, look, a good play starts with a good huddle. So, you know, as long as everybody get the call and everybody on the same page, then we can uh, we can get it rolling. That is so true. Like, if, if, if we're going to play, uh, if we didn't get the right call in, as long as all of us got yeah. the wrong call, <laughs> that means we're all playing the exactly. wrong defense together. Exactly. It's so true. Yeah, it's well, so true. that's not going to happen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised sometimes that, that hurry-up oh, offense God. get going. Wishful yeah. thinking on yes. my part. But, Nicobe, we hear about the culture, right, all the time. And I want to ask you specifically about this part of it with the Eagles. The, the, the guys, the older guys, the vets, you just named a couple, Fletch, et cetera. But mm-hmm. how, how big have they been for you from rookie year now into your second year in terms of being guys you can just bounce stuff off or they're going to pull you aside and say, hey, man, you might want to look at that or you know, this works better or whatever. How, how big is that part been yeah, for you? Yeah, it's been, it's been big just because 
those guys who've been in uh, in the Eagles organization for a while, they set the standard, you yeah. know. And and they always, if you hear them talk about the standard, they talk about the guys who came before them, mm-hmm. who set that uh, Philadelphia Eagles standard before them. So it, it runs, it runs deep, yeah. you know. And they and they continue to set their standard uh, and type of play and type of way we practice and type of way we go about our business and the connection that we feel in the locker room. They continue. They are continuing to set that uh, even now. You're liking uh, getting a chance to work with Sean Desai, mm-hmm. new defensive Definitely. coordinator. Definitely. So uh, that, that was the biggest thing when it came to uh, wearing the green dot. You know, of course I got to hear uh, JG, whatever he had to say in practice and everything. So I had, got to hear that last year. Now we got Desai. Definitely uh, way different the way he do it. You know, okay. way different as, as far as the tips he give you, what he's seeing, uh, how he calling the play in and everything. So uh, it, it's definitely different. Is it is? Are we going to see things fundamentally similar in terms of approach with with some little twist here from what we saw last year to this year, you think? Uh, it's a different defense. It is, okay. It's definitely a different defense. So, it's, uh, yeah, that's all I can really do. want to give us assume, the game plan. No, I don't, I'm not. <laughs> hey, tell me everything the Patriots are going to do right now. No, no, but but I, I do think, like, don't we normally just assume, hey, well, philosophically they're kind of the same. Sure, Maybe yeah. this is going to look, look a lot different than we thought it would, it would look. Yeah, would. and I think a lot of fans are hoping that, yeah. that, that it is. Put it this way. There's a perception that the team, the defenses weren't as aggressive, yeah. blitzing-wise and all of that. So yeah. people want to know whether or not that's going to be a different philosophy and will Sean Desai be more of a guy who takes chances and give you guys right. an opportunity to make plays. It's going to be times when we uh, be able to take our shots. There's going to be times when we got to you know sit back, close back, and track. Yep. So it's, it, and he he always emphasized that. So yep. uh, the hard hack on you know fall on somebody in a, in a play. And embracing the hard hat, he liked to say. How so, uh, go, go ahead, go, now go ahead, Rob. Uh, talk to us about Matt Patricia and what he's mm-hmm. brought to the table. I, obviously, probably a key role this week, I would assume. But yeah. just generally, what he's done for you guys as you know, an assistant with Sean. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, Patricia has been great as far as in providing any and all information about anything. Right. About uh, he always give you little little keys about uh, it. Be little, real little small details that. I feel like make big differences about keeping your eyes open when you strike or actually looking at the blocker right before you strike before you won't miss with your hands. So little things like that, uh, he always uh, keeping your head and he kind of, you know, he's sitting in the back of the um, of our meetings yeah. and you can ask him any question and he's going to provide how he feel about it. That's and, awesome. And what he sees and uh, the different things that he feels can work against certain things. Mm-hmm. Let me get the name right. I got three names running through my head. It's Zach Cunningham, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Zach. I was going to say Nick Cunningham, but it's Nick Morrow. <laughs> I, I knew I had the names messed up. Zach. So, uh, how's that been? I know he got to camp a little late. Mm-hmm. They brought him in. He seems to uh, inserted himself in there, and the right. coaches feel like he's going to be able to play a big role. I know they brought Nicholas Morrow back, mm-hmm. but it seems like it's going to be you and Zach out there as the starters. What's that been like working next to him, and, and what are some of the things that, for those of us who may not have, Watched him play in the in the past. Right. What can we expect to see out of Zach Cunningham? Right, uh, physical, you know, yeah. uh, physical, definitely a, a big run stopping guy. I used to watch him uh, in college. Okay, so I was watching him in college. My uh, my linebacker coach was a big fan of him, so he used to show us all the. the That's pretty his, cool. Yeah, okay. I used to show him all the videos of uh, the film 
of him, you know, stopping the run and him doing certain plays. So uh, you're going to get a long guy. But, you know, all those guys in the linebacker room, I, I trust any of those guys to come up. And, I like you know, Christian Ellis, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just Ellis, spells his sure. name wrong. What? we got to get rid of that one S, Nicobe. My last name's Ellis. Nicobe's like, what is this guy talking about? No, I, he, he talked about physical. Oh, yeah. He yeah. likes to fly around, too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So defensively, for you, I got, I got to ask, because last year, obviously, it was a little bit of a different role. Mm. But this year, we know why the Eagles don't generally play their starters in the preseason, and it worked. All 22 guys started the Super Bowl last year, so nobody's arguing with it. But for you, would you like to have gotten a chance to get out there and hit some people? Well, I, I did. I, I, I played, mean, a little bit more I, than you okay, did. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I was able to make some tackles out there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got Forced a few. to fumble. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, I got a few, but... Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's hard. Every first couple games of the season, the beginning of every season, no matter in whatever level of football you're seeing from high school to, uh, to league, the, the main things that you gotta that you look at is ball security and tackling. Yeah. Uh, they, those almost lack. So uh, coaches have did a good job putting emphasis on tackling and ball security. So uh, we've been definitely working. And, and to me, Nicole, you your personality sort of, matches Jalen's on the offensive side. Mm-hmm. You know, you're young. You still have, uh, to me, a maturity about yourself. Mm-hmm. Talking with you last year a lot, you talked about how much you love to study. Yeah. You're in there as a, as a film junkie. Mm-hmm. Like, as a young player, you don't usually have guys right. that are that way. And I think that's what's helped Jalen be yeah. as successful as he Definitely. is, along Definitely. with his work ethic. Mm-hmm. Is that something you take pride in, of being like a student of the game as well? well 100%. Uh, being a student of the game, um, has helped me from from ninth grade up until now. You know, it's going to continue to help me until uh, I'm done playing ball. You know, I feel like being a student of the game is the things that separate guys from everybody can run fast, everybody can jump high, everybody yep. can go. Uh, but when you're playing a, a position like middle linebacker in the, in the, in the NFL, mm-hmm. uh, being a student of the game is going to separate you from the, uh, being regular and mediocre. Mm-hmm. Have you ever think about – when you, I mean, you got a long way before your career is done. But, but coaching, man, because uh, you remind me know. of D'Amico Ryan. So, That's what you yeah. kind of remind me yeah, of. Yeah, he's so, got that man. vibe. Yeah. Uh, I said, I told myself, I don't think I coach. But I used to say that because uh, in college they used to recruit. I don't, I'm not a recruiter. You don't want to be a recruiter. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm yeah. not a recruiter. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got you're, you're cerebral, so yeah, and, sure. and teaching yeah. the game and knowing the game, uh-huh. so. It's always could a be a good thing. analyst. Yes, sir. Don't, don't be taking our job. Yeah. Be, all right. Play for about 20 more years. That, that we'll see what happens. Let me, let me ask you, uh, a lot of guys utilize the chip on the shoulder right. thing. And for you, going 83rd overall, going where you mm-hmm. went, is that something that's in the back of your mind? Yeah, I live it. Mm-hmm. I live it uh, since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Since I was in ninth grade, you say you – you, you hit on uh, being an underside linebacker. Yeah, I've got I've gotten that since forever since right. I since I started playing linebacker in ninth grade. So that chip on my shoulder, the way I play the game, has has always been there. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, I I one hundred percent I live it. I love it, and that's that's great. I love the fact that um, when you look at our defense, right? I, I was talking earlier. There's a nice mixture of veterans. Mm-hmm. You got your BGs, uh, your Fletchers. You right. know, guys like that, or even Hassan. Even though he's only been an Eagle for two Josh years. Josh Sweat. Yeah, Josh Sweat. Sweat. These guys yeah. have been around the league for a while. But then you have that mixture of young guys in there as well. One of the guys I've been watching all preseason and love watching him fly around is Sidney Brown. Yeah. Woo. That, yeah, that, that yeah, guy, yeah. you got to be excited to have. Yeah. And you got a lot of good young See, players in the secondary that are flopping. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, those guys, <laughs> the work they put in and the type of – 
him coming into the room, I've seen a uh, a different type of work ethic that uh, they, he brought to the room as far as um, in the DB room, mm-hmm. in the DB practices, as far as the energy and, uh, <laughs> like you said, the way he fly around. You you see that, and, and it's contagious. You know, it's palpable. Uh, when you you see him flying around like that, make you want to fly around exactly. like that. Yeah, uh, definitely. You, y'all seen in preseason. He's got a Bob Sanders feel to him, Mike. Yeah, he does, yeah. man. And I yeah. hopefully hold up a long time. But he's got that that, that missile, yeah, you, you know, kind of approach to him. That's Timmy Hawk, the uh, the missile. Yes. Uh, just a piece of piece of advice when you're playing with guys like that. You might yeah, catch yeah, some friendly yeah. foot fire every <laughs> once Shrapnel. in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian Dawkins have caught you. Yeah, he's <laughs> caught me once or twice. Yeah. I hear you. I Those hear guys you. are just seeking to destroy you, and so you yeah. better – you better get moving. They don't swivel. Yeah, they hit everything that's moving out there. That's right. All right, let's get a quick timeout with the Kobe. We're hanging out with the Kobe Dean. This is the Players Lounge from Chickies in Pete, South Philadelphia. Sponsored by Bud Light. He's Ike Reese. I'm Rob Ellis. Right back, we'll get a little bit more into this Patriots game and his next game coming up after that, which is quick turnaround Thursday night. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. Yes, Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge, South Philadelphia, hanging out with you. Rob Ellis, Nicobe Dean, brought to you by Bud Light. Nicobe, we just heard your head coach, Nick Sirianni. And we, mm-hmm. you know, we see him from the outside. We see the excitement, the exuberance, everything that he brings to the table, man. And you, look, you played for motivational coaches in your yeah. day, Kirby, et cetera. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what it's like on a daily basis with Nick in terms of the energy, attention to detail, everything that he brings to the table. Uh, I feel like his his attention to detail is second to none. Yeah. Um, the, the way he harps on the little things. I mean, of course, he's an offensive coach, so definitely from the offensive side of the ball, just hearing the little things he talk about, about how the receivers got lined up on the hash instead of two steps to the left of the hash, and that one second of, uh, can throw off the timing of the route. And little things like that, the way he harps on the details is second to none, and the energy he brings, uh, being a young player coach, I just love it. It does. It does seem like receivers are the ones who get it the most with him. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. what I mean? even even the quarterbacks, he, he's not quite as as on them as he well, is. With, with well, the I, I see him on everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I, I, that's what I like about him, though. He, I think he is a player's coach, but he's not afraid to to, to bring it when he when he sees something 100%. he doesn't like. Yeah, hundred percent. He he definitely uh, he 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 holds people accountable. Yeah, you know that's uh that's one of the things that he holds true is accountability. We. He holds us accountable. We hold him accountable and vice versa. Everybody in that building can hold each other accountable. How, how big is that that you can communicate? I, I know sometimes I've, you know, whether it's a coach or whether it's a boss where you feel like, I don't know that I can go talk to him. Yeah. Is it an open door it's, thing with Nick? Yeah, it's, it's, it's always good to be able to uh, do that. It's not easy. It's not the easiest thing in the world to hold somebody accountable. You know, definitely the younger you are or, you know, uh, guys been in the league for 10 plus years, it's not necessarily easy thing to go tell them hey you, you gotta run take a couple more steps with that ball you know we gotta yeah run out the stack we gotta need you to tighten up your technique a little yeah, exactly whatever. Yeah. whatever it is it's not it's not easy for him i'm sure it's not as easy for him to tell somebody like that who've been playing the game for yeah like uh, what are you telling jason kelsey i know yeah been playing the game for over a decade how to uh how to do or he need to do something better so uh, but he does it. Yeah. He does it, and, uh, and I, I respect that. You know, I respect that he hold everybody accountable, hold everybody to the standard. How much better are you made every day going against that offense? Whether it's the line, how talented they are at the skill positions, et cetera. Man, like it's it's almost like 
going against them all the time in that offense and that and that that whole system in the offensive line and the receivers in in Jalen going against them then being able to go against somebody else is almost I, it's like night and day almost with certain things you know as far as the O line I feel like we got the best O line in the oh, league yeah, and we have had it the yeah. best O line in the league so. Just, you know, playing against those guys every day definitely uh, makes us better. All right. I, I know he's a couple years older than you, but – and Ike made the comp how you guys carry yourselves very similar, very focused, very, very into your job. But, man, what is it like – what was it like for you when you first got to be around Jalen Hurts all the time? I mean, at, at one point you're like, I can't even believe this is this guy's real, the way that he's well, just locked in yeah, as he is. Yeah, uh, he takes his job serious. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, you see the type of uh, – when you – when I got there, you, you know, you got to look at the guys who've been there for a little while and look at the guys you think going to be here for a little while, you know. Yep. And, and I feel like looking at me looking at Jalen last year was like this example. This is what I got to do uh, to be here uh, as far as doing all the things extra, you know, and, and figuring out the things that work for uh, yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's different, you know, as far as treatment plan right. to how you watch film to – just your uh, everyday routine or how you go about your day, but just seeing how serious he is and, and how he try to uh, walk into the lead and how he is in that leadership role and how he not only is in it, but he uh, the way he carries himself yeah. day by day, uh, you know, it, it's definitely something to look up to. That's the crazy thing. Like, we, it, it struck us even before last year, before you arrived, when, when he took over the job, like, we're hearing, like, the older guys quoting him. Like you're hearing like Fletcher Cox or or BG or uh, Lane Johnson, yeah, you know what Jalen says this. All. Like you don't see that often. Right. Where, where guys who have been around ten years are quoting the guy who's been here for two years, mm-hmm. who's twenty two years old. That's it, that's really unique. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you got everybody got their own purpose. You know, mm-hmm. Jalen got it, and Jalen got his purpose. Uh, and, and he just speaks. He just speaks what 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 feels to him, and how he feel like uh, the team should hear whenever he. Uh, Gets, gets the opportunity to address the team. You know, yeah. and I feel like all the uh, leaders on the team do that. All the captains uh, on the team do that. So, uh, and we respect it. We respect it. And everything they hear and everything they tell us, we hear it and we take it uh, we, we take it in because they've been here they've done that. Yeah. How big, and we're, we're hanging out here at the Players' Lounge with mm-hmm. Kobe Dean mm-hmm. from Chickies and Pete's South Philly if you want to stop on out and say hi. But how, how big is it? I mean, you come from a winning program, man. Mm-hmm. You won a national championship. Your guys who were rookies, back-to-backs. One, two. How big advantage is it for them? Think about it from this sense. Like, you guys are trying to get back to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, right, mm-hmm. as a team. Those rookies coming in know what it's like to go back-to-back to get a natty. Like, right. you know, and I know it's not the same exact thing. I get it. But at least from a mindset standpoint, they look at it and they say, you know what, man, we, we had to put that aside and go after it again last right. year. There's a carryover there that you could have yeah, with those guys. Uh, the the biggest carryover is the mindset, like you say. Yeah. It's, it's it's having a winning mindset, you know. Uh, it's not it's having a mindset of not wanting to be complacent ever, no matter how good we're doing, or no how no matter what type of adversity we're going through in the season. It's always working to be better and playing to the standard, and that's the mindset, you know. Having continue to have that winning mindset that we that the main goal is to win. And, and that's why we're here, and, I, and I'm pretty sure those guys carried it over from from Georgia. Off the field stuff, obviously it's big. You can give them the lay of the land in Philly, go out to eat here, hang mm-hmm. out, whatever. But when you guys are on the field together, having played together, is there a big advantage there, or do we, do we make too much of that? Just you kind of know where this guy's going to be, what he likes to do, what his, what his strength is, his tendency. i got to get over, you know, 
six inches here because I know he kind of likes to go that way. Is that real? Uh, from in, in some in some source, okay. right? It's some source. Um, me for me is 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 nice because it's a D line. It's yeah. a D line in front of me, so I know uh, if JD taking on a, a big JD taking on a double. I might not want to. Uh, I might want to keep my depth. Don't get buried too far behind them because I might not be able to see the running back. <laughs> the running back high, like will hide behind that double team and JD because they just so right. he just so huge. So little things like that. Yeah, yeah you definitely, uh, you definitely take that. That's pretty cool. I, I, I didn't think about. It. I guess you could. That would work too in practice because you got some guys who aren't the tallest guys in the world with Boston mm-hmm. and Kenny Gainwell. Yeah, right? I mean. I don't. I don't know what running back couldn't hide behind JD when he take it on the. <laughs> what what human being couldn't? Right? Exactly. With those guys, man, unbelievable <laughs> size wise. All right, tell us a little bit about the Patriots. Yeah, I, I'm not asking you to give away the game mm-hmm. plan here, but from what you see, film study, the install, all the stuff you guys are looking at with them, you know, just just what they're bringing. Oh yeah, um, I, they got Bill O'Brien back on the, uh, yeah. as offense coordinator. You know, I played him in uh, at Bama. Him in college, yeah. but. Uh, it's different, you know. The league and different. Uh, the league and college is definitely different. But they got some good players. Mm-hmm. You know, they got some good players, and uh, I know they're gonna be hungry. They got some new. They got some uh, nice new players. Definitely uh, great running backs. Big, nice big running backs to uh, to to run the ball. So I know they're gonna be hungry. Definitely coming out uh, first game of the season. Yeah, they got Juju Smith-Schuster. Who you guys saw, yep. you know, mm-hmm. some, uh, Zeke. You know, some guys you faced last year for sure. I heard when I was when I was coming in, I was listening. I think you, you might have been here as well. But the the guys were talking to Brandon and, and just kind of walking through some of the things with the Super Bowl. I don't want to get into too many deal, details yeah. of it. But for you, and I know you were a rookie too, and, and kind of I'm sure your head's spinning the whole year. But like, not the loss necessarily. But what was it like the, the whole build up that the week? Were you like, man, I'm a rookie and I'm here in the biggest game that there is? What was that like for you? I, I just was where my feet were. Yeah, trying not to let it <laughs> yeah, get to you too trying much. Not, yeah, not let it get to me too much. I uh, don't want to make too much of it, but just know how blessed I am to be in that position. So, uh, But I was where my foot were, uh, feet were, you know, taking taking a day at a time just like I am now, uh, trying to be one and no every day. So uh, that was the biggest thing, just just trying to uh, be where my feet are and, and just working to be the best where we can, uh, you know, um, but we can just go perform. To have success, yeah. So what is it that keeps you grounded? You obviously are a very focused guy, mm-hmm. you know, and someone who's got your eye on the prize, the, the important stuff, not the not the other stuff. Right. You tend to get guys in trouble sometimes. Where does that come from? Uh, well, I know, I know where I come from. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm from, I'm from Horn Lake, Mississippi. Uh, my school, we didn't, have, we didn't have too many guys of any guys going big power 5D1. Uh, my mama harped on education. I had a speech impediment growing up, so it was like I, all those things I had to work through growing up for myself. Uh, I know I, I know what I I've been through, and it's, it's humbled me. So, and I know where I want to be, and I know where I want to be. So, uh, just trying to stay focused, you know, st- stay focused and have that uh, that laser like focus towards my goals. Uh, that that kind of drives me and pushes me uh, more than anything. But I, I would say most of the problems come from. Uh, where I started, my family, my mother, the way she pushed me uh, growing up, the way all, all my family, my brothers, my sisters, my siblings, my aunties, my cousins. All held you accountable, every, right? Yeah, everybody uh, held, me, held, held, held everybody accountable right. you know, in my family. So just kind of the way I grew up, so uh, definitely. Was there ever a minute where maybe the head was getting a little bit big and your mom was like, whoa, slow down, <laughs> man. Like, you remember who you are here. Don't, don't, don't let that happen. Uh. 
No. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't say. No, because if, if anything if anything, my mom probably would have boosted my head up. Right, right. If you had, you had a tough game, she'd say, you know, it's going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I, think, I, I don't think nobody in the world is, uh, is harder on me than myself. Yeah. Yep. So she, she probably was, she was the one who kept it, kept me re- yeah, being she was realistic. Your, your biggest cheerleader in yeah. the sense that, that keep, yeah. hey, man, everything's going to be positive. Yeah, you know, that kind kept, of me, kept me uh, optimistic, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and, I, and I credit her for my uh, optimistic mentality and approach to a lot of things you mentioned the educational piece uh mm-hmm. you know you weren't a guy who just showed up and did basket weaving at georgia you, you're nah. you're a serious student man i <laughs> mentioned earlier the arthur ash uh, male sports scholar yeah. of the year it's, and yeah. you're an engineering major yeah, right? yeah yeah i was so i still got like 26 hours to graduate yep. so i plan well, I on you're still doing it yeah, right? yeah i plan on finishing one i'm not doing it now I'm doing no I, I, but <laughs> uh, i plan on finishing one day yeah but uh yeah it, it's crazy you say basket weaving my mama when she when we was uh, on my college visit she would always say uh i mean you get your, your school paid for to tell the uh, tell the coaches and everything my son he's not gonna major in uh basket weaving or dog walking yeah, or dog yeah. catching so uh-huh. it was so it was funny you said that so yeah it was all but my whole life it was education i i have nobody in my family before me who played college ball right you know uh on my mother's side of my family so nobody played college ball in any type of sport is that right or any sport any athletes it wasn't too many who played sports in, in in high school so it was like when i first got my offer she was like oh they're gonna pay for everything yeah, it was like so. It was all education growing up. It was never sports and, and yeah. ball or anything. That gets you. That, that, that's going to get you where you want to go. Exactly. Is that education? Exactly. Where Where did it? You say you're from Mississippi. You obviously ended up at Georgia. And I'm sure you didn't regret it for one second. But mm-hmm. where, where else did you look? What else was in, in the mix for you? Uh, of course, of course, the in-state schools. You know, uh, Ole Miss, people, Mississippi. Yeah, everybody State. made it hard. You know, the state made it hard for me to leave, but. Uh, you know, and then you know, most of the SEC. To yeah. be honest, uh, there wasn't too many schools I thought can bring me out the SEC. I know I wanted to stay here. Uh, I don't even think I watched like <laughs> until like late. You know where, where Penn State was? <laughs> yeah, until I late like until like late in the season. I don't even think I watched. Uh, I don't think I watched nothing but SEC uh, yeah. college ball. That's where you, where you're from. It makes sense. Yeah, so uh, I knew I was staying in the SEC. So you know the, the LSU's and Bama's in Georgia. Okay. All right. Uh, lastly. You see a guy like Jalen who just gets paid in a big way, mm-hmm. but still goes back and get his masters, man. Like, mm. what did that tell you about the kind of character that guy has? Yeah, you, you, it, it speaks volumes. He he is who he is, you know. Um, and you know, is it? It's crazy that a lot of people he, he got to you know do all this just for people to realize because he's been here for what three years, four now, four years. Yeah, yeah he's been here for four years. So it's like it's crazy he had to do all that for people to realize. But he's been that guy. He's been that guy who put in the work who always wanted to uh, to better himself you know and it, and it and it go and it goes back to having that mentality always want to get better and not become complacent yeah no question all right let's get a quick time out we'll come back Nicole. we'll keep uh you know, getting into your uh, now you got it man now you're a starter there's yes, no sir. more uh watching from the sidelines uh-huh. that's for sure but we'll cover that we'll get into a bunch of other aspects of what's happening with the eagles as we gear up here for the game on Sunday against the Patriots. He's Nicobe Dean. I am Rob Ellis. You are listening to the Players' Lounge live. Chickies and Pete's South Philadelphia brought to you by Bud Light. Yes, All right, we're back. Players' Lounge, Chickies and Pete's South Philadelphia brought to you by Bud Light. Rob Ellis, 
hanging out with my man, Nicobe Dean, getting set yeah, for uh, week one. How exciting. Like, you, we just had a bunch of folks come up. Our, our guy had your jersey. Yeah. It, that's got to be so cool, man, to see that, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they excited for the season. We excited for the season. How, how, how quickly did you realize? Look, you, you played football in a, a fervent college town, man, mm-hmm. in Athens, right? Mm-hmm. But how quickly was it like, wow, this is a little different here in Philadelphia for you when uh, you got here last I first, year? <laughs> Matter of fact, when I got drafted, everybody who was uh, who was hitting my uh, social medias up and texting me, I was like, oh, these fans are a little different out here. <laughs> uh, good different, yeah. but different. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, good different. <laughs> I like that. I like the good different. Um, got a game tonight. We got we got the yeah. Lions and the Chiefs. Are, are you one who watches other games, too? Or are you I, yeah. I am. Okay. I am. I'm, I'm a fan of football. So, yeah, I, You'd be I do. surprised, though. Some of your yeah, teammates no, no, are just no, no, like, hey, you, man, if yeah. we're not playing, you, I'm not watching. You ain't got to tell me. Yeah. You know, I had guys like that in uh, in college and, and, and everything. So, yeah, I'm a fan of football. So, yeah, if football on, you know, I, I, I watch it. Yeah. I try not to be too an- – sometimes I try to enjoy it and not be too analytical of it, but sometimes I – can't help myself. I always wonder about that because I, I used way back in the days to do a show with John Runyon, and he would say, "Man, I'm looking at the offensive line. I'm looking at technique. I'm, I'm not yeah. even. I couldn't even tell you where the ball went. I'm watching what the tackle did. Are, yeah. are you that way with it, linebackers? Sir, yeah. yeah, most time, most times I just kind of hone in on the play, and it's not just linebackers. It's, it's certain people. Sometimes I'm watching the offensive lineman and seeing what type of techniques he's using because. You, you see different linemen or different D-line, O-line, or outside rushers do different things. You kind of – and even say an uh, outside rusher made a crazy move, but quarterback got the ball out fast. Of course, they're not going to highlight that. They yeah, might but you know it. it. But it's like, oh. Yeah. And now I can go back on my iPad and look at the game and be like, okay, yeah, that move was crazy. What is, what's the game day routine? Uh, is Like, say it's a 425 this Sunday, right? Yeah, you right. guys are obviously in right. New England. You're on the road. But what – how do you keep your your mind right, your body right, mm-hmm. where you're ready to roll, but you also don't you're, you're not cooked by two o'clock in the yeah, afternoon? Yeah. Like, how hard is that? Uh, it's for me is uh, you know you start you wake up early, yeah. you, you grab a little. I don't eat too much. Mm-hmm. I don't eat too much, but you you gotta wake up, uh, get going. We probably gonna have uh, well, I don't know if we are gonna have meetings or not. We'll see. But if we have meetings or not, you know, you just kind of get your body going. For me, I got to pray, you know, and that's probably my only dead set uh, routine because uh, even since I was in high school, I'm not superstitious, but to make sure I don't be superstitious, um, I don't do the same thing every game. You perp- So you're purposely ch- not, purposely, not trying yeah, to – I purposely wow. don't do the same thing every week, and I've always been like that. Because to, to, I don't want what to – what I don't want to happen is I don't want to not do something and then it be in the back of my mind during the game. Yeah. So it's like you know, no, if you never do it, it exactly. can't be something. Yeah. So my mind be yeah, my mind be whatever I do, um, whatever I do, it don't matter because we gonna come out here, we gonna ball. I would say you're the exception, man, because <laughs> athletes are very superstitious. Yeah, yeah. So I try not to be superstitious at all. You know, I try to do something different every game. How much we we just had a bunch of folks come up. Uh, you know, one guy had his Phillies hat on. How, do, do you watch the other sports too? Do you know what do you pay attention to what's happening with the Phillies? I, I do. Kind of I, so I'm be honest. I don't watch baseball until it get cold. So <laughs> okay. uh, not unless playoffs. I'm, unless you're a playoff I'm there, guy. Yeah, right. unless I'm there in person. So I don't really watch. I keep up with the uh, with the how they playing and the scores and everything, but I don't really watch baseball on TV until they get cold. Okay. And now how about, like, your, you said you're, you're a fan, obviously, and you'll be watching tonight, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. 
you keep a closer eye on the NFC East, like what the Cowboys are doing, you know, with the Giants, what's happening with Washington? Do, do you do that, or is it, man, I, I got to worry about me, I got to yeah, worry about us. I, for me, I, I look at me and us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it's always focusing on what we got here, you know, our team, and uh, how can we get better. But, no, when I when I watch other games, I do watch uh, my other guys. Like, we are you got, always like, scouting, basically? Like you're yeah, always. I mean, looking? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I do. Uh, I do scout, but you know, sometimes you want to watch it as a fan because I got a lot of guys who went to Georgia who, who in the league now. Yeah. So it's like, like tonight, you know, you got Malik Heron who played for the Chiefs. So I'm gonna be looking at Malik while mm-hmm. he out there. Yeah. Uh, on that D line, so little things like that, I want to see my guys. If I can, you know, congratulate my guys and, and have them make some plays. That's pretty cool, man. Well, well, just back to the Patriots for a minute. Pretty formidable tight ends and pretty good running backs, man. You know, mm-hmm. with, with uh, Henry and Gasicki, and then of course the running mm-hmm. back Stevenson mm-hmm. and, and Zeke. So, yep. tell me a little bit about what these guys bring to the table and what you're going to have to, you know, potentially be dealing with with them. Yeah, uh, definitely the running back room, like you say, uh, they got some good backs. Mm-hmm. They got some good big backs. They got Zeke who's been in the league for uh, who been in the league for a while. You know, been in the league for a while. Who knows uh, who knows the game and knows how to. Uh, Run the ball with, and you got uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, uh, I actually trained with him a little bit. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, over this off season. So, uh, yeah, you got him. Who he, he good running? You yeah, see, he is he, underrated. Uh, I yeah, think. for sure. He was he had thousand yard uh, thousand yard rush last year. So yep. he definitely a good runner, a good big runner who runs big. He runs behind his pads. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we are gonna have to uh, tackle big. They got good uh, wild outs and with the, definitely with the addition of Jaseki, the tight end. Yeah. Uh, he definitely uh, adding to the. Good that, receiving yeah, tight end. Yeah, he can get after game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Athletic. Add to their receiving game. Then, like you said, they got Juju. They added a, a receiver to their receiving game. So, uh, you know, Mac Jones got some pieces to, you know, th- uh, sling it around. So, uh, we just got to make sure we sound and, and go with our game plan. I'm sure some of Juju's social media posts haven't been lost on some of the guys. Uh, you know, I, I try. I don't, I don't get into that. I'm not going to get you in trouble, man. Yeah, I'm, I don't get into that. I was me saying that, not Kobe <laughs> saying that. Do you still get nervous game day? Is that something that, that's kind of out of your system, or, or is, it, uh, is it a good thing for you? No, some guys say, you, I, I, I want to be nervous. It means I'm, yeah, I'm alive, yeah, yeah. man. You, I'm in it. Yeah, you get a little nervous. So I used to. Uh, I used to get real anxious, yeah, like yeah. bad, like anxious like and bad. Nerves and yeah, so I used to get real anxious, but I, I, I was fighting through it. I used to pray about it, uh, and I, my my anxiety kind of toned down yeah. to the point where my last year in college, I didn't get anxious at all, and I almost thought it was bad. What did you do for that? Because I know a lot of people just, that would work for Do you do any meditate was, or anything? It like, was prayer and just yeah. breathing for me, prayer and just breathing, so I just had to. For that, it just worked for me. So I, well, I didn't get anxious at all. But then, sometimes I wanted to be anxious. You yeah, know, you're it, like, maybe am I too calm here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I want to be anxious. You know, you, uh, uh you want to be chomping at the bit. Like I want to have chill bumps in the locker room because I'm so ready to go. Do you think you might have them this time because uh, it's the first time as a start? Yeah, 100. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely gonna be ready, and I'm definitely. I didn't add it. You know I'm saying over last season, I added that them little chills, them little. Anxiety starting to come look. back a little. It's the good. It's the good anxiousness. But as soon yeah. as that, that ball get kicked off, it just yeah <laughs> go away. Well, I always say either the first kickoff or the first time you hit somebody. Exactly. Then it all goes away. Exactly. All right. Hey, Nicobe, we wish you all the best, man. We're mm-hmm. looking forward to hanging out with you, and we appreciate you spending a couple minutes tonight. Yeah. I know you're going to crush it, man. Good yeah. luck this year. Appreciate you. All right. It's a thank pleasure. you. We want to thank our guys here. Thanks to everybody here at Chickies and Pete's. Of course, Dave Breitmeyer, our man Taz, all of our sales folks, and of course our guy Pete. 
doing it as always. Back in the studio, Dan Wilson. All right, stay tuned. We got the Lions and the Chiefs coming your way next. That's going to be a fun one. That is for sure. But, uh, man, I think I speak for everybody. The season is coming. It's finally here. And thank the football gods, that's for sure. I'm Rob Ellis. Appreciate everybody coming down here to Chickies and Pete's, everybody listening back at home. Uh, and, yes, Lions and Chiefs coming your way right now. Enjoy the game, everybody. Players Lounge, Chickies and Pete's, South Philadelphia. Bud Light. <laughs>